another episode of the Downsize with Style podcast to help you create a happy home and refine your new lifestyle. I am so excited, I have to tell you, I really enjoy recording these podcasts for you. This is now episode number eight and um, I thought today we are focusing on decorating essentials. So basically the decorating foundation you will need to start out in your new home. And if I say what I mean with decorating essential is basically the most important pieces of furniture that you will need to start in a new space. Um, we all we know we all have to work to a budget and therefore um, it is vital to concentrate on the essentials first. And also um, Keep in mind that you have decluttered already, you have prioritized what you would like to keep and maybe you have a few pieces that you would like to take. So these pieces are already there. And now it's basically the trick is to um, um, be courageous and creative and mix and match different price points, styles and textures um, around the pieces you already have so you can add your personality to your space. You have most probably been to a friend's house and envied their interior. Everything seems to be perfect, it looks all great, it's a cozy and personal home, it's very inviting. And you're wondering how they on earth did that, how they achieved such an outcome without hiring an interior designer. Well, maybe your friend has covered um, the basics and understood how to lay out a room, how to decorate with color and texture and how to work with focal points. So if you stay tuned to this podcast and and or get a copy of my book Downsize with Style, you will soon be starting to um, decorate and create a stylish home yourself. So back to the decorating essentials. Um, imagine you just um, got rid of everything else and you have just a few pieces that you want to take with you. So every home, um, to start out in a new space, every home needs some basic pieces of furniture as a solid foundation to build on. And um, so to know what you need to simplify your life and to create a happy home at the same time, you need to know what these basics are. So I have put together a list of essential pieces to start decorating basically a foundation um, on which you um, can build on and add your personal touches to create a cozy and happy home. So to get started in a smaller space, and I go now through different areas in your new apartment, for example, in the entrance or the hall, it's always great to have some sort of a storage option. It could be a chest of drawers or maybe some antique piece that could be transformed into a um, storage, a wardrobe for your jackets and bags and umbrellas and all that stuff you need to store somewhere. Um, maybe you have a kind of a hall stand or wardrobe. Um, depending on the size, it could be something that's built in or some um, freestanding piece. A mirror would be good to have to have a last check when you leave if everything's all right. And maybe a bench or a seat if there's the space for that. So these are some essential things to make your hallway uh, working. Um, then if we move on to the living area, depending on how big this area is, um, 
you could have one, maybe one, two or three seater lounge and then a couple of occasional chairs or just only working with chairs because the smaller the pieces, the easier you can move them around and it doesn't look too um, bulky. Then, of course, the question is, do you need a coffee table? Some people don't. If you would like to have one, I suggest to use a something smaller and something that has some storage options as well included, like um, maybe there are coffee tables where you can open a lid and put stuff in or some have shelves underneath. Um, really, if you want a coffee table, go for something that is not too bulky um, and has some storage um, included. Alternatively, you could work with an ottoman. They are really versatile because you can um, use them as tables by putting a tray on top of it. Some ottomans have a storage option um, underneath. And on top of that, you can use them as a nice decorator piece by um, using a gorgeous fabric, some, injecting some color in that area. Then I recommend maybe two small side tables next to your sofa or the, um, the occasional chairs. If you have some um, treasured collections you would like to display, a display cabinet or a shelving unit would be good. Bookshelf, depending on where you want to store your books. And also, I really love um, working with um, either a standing light or little side uh, table lamps. Um, to create a cozy atmosphere and to define that area. Then usually uh, in an open plan setting the dining area is just next to it so um, this is also an um, interesting area because um, usually if you come from a big house you have a massive dining table and even if you think oh yeah measured it, it works um, have a think about would it not be better to use an extension table, for example. If you are there on your own or with your um, husband or partner, it could be you, you wouldn't need more than a four-seater on a normal day. Um, but have a look at some extension options. Then if the family comes, you could extend the table and add some additional seating. And then, of course, dining chairs um, or Bench, for example, if you have to have your table near to a wall, you could use a bench underneath on the side that is to the wall and then have the chairs on the opposite side. And if some guests arrive, you just pull out the table. And also very handy in a dining area is some sort of a sideboard where you can store your um, china or serviettes, tablecloth, etc., and this can also be used to display some treasured objects. That's actually um, a good idea. And if you have some collections of things you really love, you could display them in your dining area because they make also good um, conversation starter for guests who are visiting you. Um, then we move over to the bedroom. Usually um, there is a um, built-in wardrobe. Um, Bedside tables, of course, the bed, bedside tables, reading lights, and um, there's different options as well. If you don't have space for bedside tables, you could have um, some shelving above the bed. Um, there is like wall-hung shelving um, units with 
closed and open compartments. And you could also um, work with a clip light as a reading light. So you don't have to drill a hole somewhere in the wall. Other option is that looks also really stylish to hang down um, pendants over the bedside table or the, the bed to, for a reading light. But this then um, you have to think about if you want to change the layout or the use of the room, these lights have to be moved then. And also if you have the space, it's always great to have an ottoman or um, for seating or addition, an, an additional storage in the bedroom. Then the bathroom, think about <clears throat> storage units, wall hung, if there's a small bathroom, because that makes the room look larger. And also what is really handy, a stool, or um, there are these um, decorator ladders. They're quite popular at the moment, so you just lean them on the wall and you can hang up your towels there. So um, anyway, just, yeah... It could be a mix between decoration and storage unit. Then um, the guest, if there's a spare guest room, which you would also like to use maybe as a study, so a, a combined use, think of a small desk with a chair, and the desk could then be transformed into a dressing table if your guests arrive by putting a mirror, for example, on top of it. Um, also really handy is a chest of drawers in this room so you could have your stuff in the bottom drawers and then leave the top drawers empty if your guests arrive so they can put their belongings in there while they visit you. A sofa bed can be in your study. It's a sofa when the guests arrive you fold it out and create um, a sofa bed. And um, yeah, so basically shelving always looks great if you have an open shelf with um, storage boxes and your um, paperwork or folders. And then you can also have a store magazines there or books for your guests. So this was a, um, a short list um, for decorating essentials. And you will find that all in the, um, the toolbox resources that you can download from the Downsize with Style website. And so basically, now that you have decluttered, you have, you've got rid, um, got rid of things that you can't take with you, you've decided what pieces you want to take, um, and you know what the decorating essentials are, now you can basically start filling the gaps and um, deciding for each room what other pieces you would need or how you would like to lay it out. And this is when I recommend to really get organized in style and working with a project folder. So um, this is really easy. There's lots of nice um, folders around and you could um, work with plastic sleeves and put different for different rooms, your ideas in there, some inspiration you have found, maybe some samples of fabrics or whatever. And um, this folder would also carry all your lists, papers, inspirational things, um, also made invoices. So it, it's, it's basically the place to go to when you work on your project. And it, would help, it will help you to stay organized and instantly find relevant material you need for your um, decorating project. 
I have to say I'm very organized and um, I love lists and I couldn't live without my lists because with all that is going on in our household with my business, the children, the work, my husband, I don't know, I just need all my lists and I, every time I get an idea I write something down. I have even a list called, a, a little notepad called 3AM which is one of my favorite products from Kiki K. Um, that's just great. It sit, sits next to my bed on my bedside table and I usually wake up in the morning at 3 a.m. and have some brilliant ideas. So I just grab that thing, write it down and then um, it's it's there and I don't have to think about, oh, no, I don't, don't forget that. So it's it's a really great um, way to, um, yeah, to stay focused and, and don't forget your things. And the lists, what they do in this project folder, makes you feel good and in control of your project in a way because you, you can tick off items, you can, you can add things, so it's all in one place. Um, so this is basically, yeah, to help you stay in control of your project and then finally, uh, eventually um, achieve what you would like to do, it's really, I urge you to work with lists in a project folder. And um, so the first thing that goes into your folder is your written list of all the items that have survived your decluttering project and um, that you um, want to take with you. So these are your starting points for the new home. Additionally, I recommend to compile a list of all the things you need to start decorating your new space. This is basically to fill any gaps you have now in your essential decorating pieces. That's not a wish list of things you always wanted to buy, so that comes later, that's a different one. And then also carry all your lists in a little notebook, or however you want to do that, in your handbag so that you can refer to them while you're shopping. Um, this is really great because you won't uh, waste a lot of time shopping around in furniture malls if you know what you want. So focus on what you need and keep in mind that you don't want to start cluttering again and, um, and uh, again accumulate too many pieces you can't fit in a smaller space. Then the next list is a really nice one. It's called Dream Big. This means add all the pieces you would love to have. So you work on a wish list. Brainstorm your dream home. What would you love to have even if you can't afford it right now? For example, an absolutely stunning designer chair you always wanted to buy but you never bought because of the kids, the pets and so on. So just put that down, things that you would really like, uh, like to add to your home. I mean, I have to say it can be quite, uh, become quite frustrating at this stage when you compa <coughs> compare your available space and what you actually need to create a stylish home in your smaller space with your wish, wish list. Now that is the time to prioritize. Think about what suits your lifestyle and where you really need quality products that have a special functionality or feature. And this is the reason why the lists are really important. They will help you to stay focused on what you need and prevent you from buying the wrong pieces that don't fit and because you just saw it and thought it's going to fit. It's just keep work plan beforehand. Take some time to work with your lists and then... Um, um, yeah, then keep stick to them. And and the other thing is, if you are if you want to buy a stunning designer chair to become a focal point in your living area, it's great because you know exactly what you are saving for, and you can look forward to finally at some stage buy it. 
I always recommend to invest in classic pieces and quality. Um, spending on quality furniture is a long-term investment. This is the same with quality clothing or uh, some other quality product. It is something that you buy for many years, not just for one season. And um, as you decided to start a new chapter of your life, why not doing going for some great designer pieces um, with great craftsmanship and materials? And um, I can tell you these pieces will stand the test of time. They add a classic and sophisticated look to your home and they show your sense of style. And then you can add your personal touch through decor and accessories, um, your books, your collections, all the little things you like. And there's a fine line between a collection and clutter, believe me. <laughs> and um, I will show um, later on at the end of the book, and um, I'm going to do a podcast on this as well, um, there will be tips how to discover, uh, how to decorate a bookshelf, how to create a vignette, um, how to, yeah, how to um, display your treasured collections. Now, anyway, um, back to the essential decorating pieces. So when considering uh, these pieces, think of a classic and quality in the first place. Um, then, of course, um, you can start, this is one of my favorite things, mixing and matching around these pieces. Um, some people find it very popular to decorate their home um, from top to bottom in designer furniture, and buy everything from one place, so um, to achieve a sort of a look they've seen a have seen in a magazine, for example. Um, I've heard already also from other people who buy exactly what the styling company put into the um, display unit. To be honest, that is, I would not do that because this is very impersonal. It's a it's a mainstream styling piece. And if you go through a lot of styled homes, it, they look all the same in some way. So um, really try and add your personality to your space. And don't worry too much what other people are saying. You have to like it. And if you are unsure, of course, there are a few rules to follow. But otherwise, the main rule is basically if you buy something and you love it, it means something to you, then it will fit and you will find a place for it. I remember when I worked... Um, at Jimmy Possum for in the furniture store for a year. We also sold artwork and there were so many people asking, oh, I don't know if that will fit in my home, if it works in the space. And, and I, we always said, well, if you really love that painting, you will make it work. You will find a place where it works and you will work your other things around it. So be confident in choosing what you really love and don't let, your, let other people talk you out of it, out of it, and mixing and matching, and it's a cleverly mixed interior is really personal and inspiring for yourself and for other people. And it's kind, you can basically compare it to um, your wardrobe. So if you if you have if you dress yourself with a clever mix of really classic designer pieces, mainstream clothing, and some quirky vintage finds. You will create your own personal look. You don't have to buy everything brand new from designer labels. So have a few classic pieces. And then I have pieces that I have for ages now. And I just love them. And then I add and combine other things with it. And I also buy in, in um, op shops and second-hand places. Some, some of my favorite pieces actually come from these shops. 
So the mix makes all the difference. I really, I'm a mixer and matcher. I, I think what works for fashion works in your interior as well. Uh, again, mix and match price points, styles, colors, textures, new and old things. And you will achieve stunning results and you will also save some money. Some people are born mixers and matchers. They always seem to get it right. Others may have to work a bit more, but everyone can learn this skill. It's, it's just, as I mentioned before, you have to only follow one rule, buy only buy things that mean something to you. Travel um, souvenirs are a great example as well. You bought it abroad or overseas because for, it, it reminds you of something. For some reason, you bought it. You had maybe a nice um, event there or something happened and you like to take that piece with you. So integrate them in your home and you will always be reminded of that wonderful holiday. And um, the best results are sometimes achieved because you have to work to a budget. So you have to be creative. If you have, for example, already invested in a designer chair, <clears throat> now you need to find a creative way to complement your interior. There are checkout warehouse sales, IKEA, um, or some of the discontinued line reductions, second-hand shops. And um, one of my favorite, favorite places is um, Mitchell Road um, Emporium. That's here in Sydney, in Alexandria. And um, they have a fantastic range of antique and vintage pieces. And I, if I want something quirky and special, I always find it there. And also research online shops specializing in furniture for smaller spaces. Now, so once you have established your decorating essentials and made your wish list, the dream rooms, then think about the creative ways how to add the icing on the cake. Make a deal with yourself. Um, I'm going to invest into stunning chairs and find an inexpensive mainstream lounge to go with it. So you have to just be creative and do this in each room. Be courageous and confident that you can mix and match. There are no real rules. It's more intu intuition and personal, um, personal, a personal game or personal style. And um, this, I think, this method will take you will take much longer than basically buying everything from one place and look. But it's much more fun, and you will create a very individual and stylish outcome, which is your home. And you don't have to do everything in the first day when you are moving. So you have some essentials. You just put them in and then give yourself some time, live in the place, and you will find um, by the time you will discover things, oh, that could go here, yeah, I need another storage unit. So that takes some time. So you have to be patient and not to get frustrated. Um, and so also don't get frustrated because you think you will never be able to afford everything you dream of. The opposite is the case. Imagine your dream home and then let it go. And I like to um, read a quote from a famous American interior designer, Elsie de Wolf. She wrote that in 1913 in her book, The House in Good Taste. So she said, there was never a house so bad that it could not be made over into something worthwhile. We shall all be very much happier when you learn how to transform the things you have into a semblance of our ideal. I love that um, quote. 
And this again, it underlines it. The goal is to create a home that reflects your personality, that makes you happy, and where you can relax and re-energize. All right, so just to recap this, what you have to do now to work with your decorating essentials, make a list of what you keep from your family home, make a list of what you need, and make a list of what you would love to have. And then work with your project folder, have everything in one place so that you are in control and you always can go there and you find everything there. Now, um, I also have in my book a list of um, a suggestion how to work with these um, wish lists. So basically what you do, you write it down for each room. For example, my dream dining living area. You could write down, um, our style of entertaining is, the focal point is, my dining table should look like, my dining table should seat X persons or people. I want the living area to be, and I would love to have. So you add your wishes, and you do that for each room. And these are your dream, dream room notes, so to speak. Um, I have... Um, all these documents are again um, downloadable in the toolbox resource section of the Downsize with Style website. And now finally, um, there are as well, I just go quickly through all these um, uh, toolboxes, uh, tool resources you can download. There is, and these can all go in your project folder. So for this part we discussed today, there is a progress chart, there is a budget checklist, a, a project folder checklist, um, there is a title for your project folder, a worksheet for inventory, decorating essential, dream um, home, and then of course the, um, some other tips and tricks um, that refer to the chapter before about decluttering. So once you follow through with the five steps, you will basically gather a list of check, a, a whole book of checklists and um, and toolbox resources that can can go in your project folder. And um, so you keep adding these checklists and tips and worksheets while you go along. And this is the good thing. Please, I urge you to use that folder because then everything is on one place. Alrighty, so um, that was the Decorating Essentials and Wishlist podcast. And before I say goodbye, I just would like to first um, remind you of a um, couple of events um, that are coming up where I'm speaking. So the next one is the Book Expo Australia, which is held on the 30th and the 31st of August in um, Olympic Park in Homebush and I will have a presentation about my book on Sunday the 31st at 10.30 a.m. in Breakout Room 3. I will um, also be represented by Dr. Z Publishing um, on the stand R38. So if you like books and you love the world of writing and publishing, Think about going there for uh, one day on the weekend. I think it will be quite interesting. And then the next event is coming up on the 5th of September, a Friday night. It's called In Conversation, Downsizing in Style. And I will um, have a, 
yeah, conversation with um, people who come, and also uh, there's a co-presenter, um, Luisa Manfredini, uh, she's an architect, and so we will both talk about how clever design and architecture will enhance your lifestyle. And finally, I would really love um, you to um, listen to that podcast if you like it. Um, leave a rating or review at the iTunes page. In iTunes on the podcast page, that would really make my day. I, I really enjoy doing it and I hope um, yeah, that you enjoy it, it as well. And it gives you the opportunity to listen and to learn and to educate yourself while you are cooking, driving, walking. That's a really great opportunity, and I, I really want to offer my message and my, my um, information in as many ways as possible. You know, I have a blog where I um, constantly write and publish articles, but um, the podcast is another media tool, and it's I think a lot of people like listening to things. So I really would love you to um, leave a rating or a review to promote the podcast a bit more. Yes, and um, that's it for today. Um, don't forget to um, send me in your, some questions if you have some. I'm happy to, uh, um, to make another podcast out of them and about them. And um, I also have a few um, other people I'm interviewing in, in the next week. So there will be some other exciting topics as well. Thank you for listening today and please stay tuned to the Downsize with Style podcast. I speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.